Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up? It's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and my good buddy, Kyle Kinane, we'd get together each week, ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, other mysteries of the universe. Uh, At least that was our initial intentions. Uh, But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also had a Patreon page. We would offer up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully, someday soon, we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster. But until then, please enjoy this blast from the past from your old pals, Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. We guys started it. Oh, you're not even checking shit, dude. You don't want to check it? You don't want to do a sound check? I mean, talking to the mic. Uh, There you go. Okay. Looks good. You ever do that, like when you do sound check? It's funny that someone who makes their living speaking into a microphone, when you say, check the levels or do a sound check, I, I have nothing to say. Yeah, or, oh, God, sound check at a comedy show where everybody's like, how about comedy right now? It's like, how about no? Yeah. How about just make sure the mic works? Oh, I think I just had a solution to that, though. I have done this uh, before. Uh, Tell a street joke during sound check. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's That's something they can take home with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's going on, bud? It's the the Q&A episode. Yeah. And, uh... Hey, speaking of street jokes, can I tell you a new one? Give I, me, I love them. I love them. This em. is uh, it's off a Towns Van Zant album. I got this new live. You know Towns Van Zant, uh, singer songwriter dude, yes, seventies yes. kind of uh, yeah, Graham Par- Parsons style. You know. Anyway, uh, got one of his live albums, and <laughs> I guess really. in this album he tells like five or six street jokes mm-hmm. uh, in between songs. But he goes, uh, "These two old drunks stand outside a bar, staring up at the moon." And they're arguing. One guy thinks it's the moon. One guy thinks it's the sun. Third guy comes staggering out of the bar. They say, hey, buddy, you come help solve a solve a dispute. Is that the moon or the sun? Third guy goes, oh, shit, I don't know, man. I ain't from around here. <laughs> it's, pre- it's pretty good. 
Yeah, that was that. That, that always that comes with a good, uh, good like old timer, old timer way of saying. It. Hey, for, okay, one more, one more. All right, good. Go Dr- for drunk it. Drunk staggering out of bar, he walks up to a cop on the sidewalk holding his key. He goes, "Hey, officer, you help me. Somebody stole my car." Officer goes, where's the last place you saw it? He goes, oh, it was on the end of this key. They get a little chuckle. And he goes, well, I can't really help you right now, but if you want to go over to the precinct, fill out a report, they'll take care of you and do all the proper paperwork. And goes, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, officer can't help but notice that uh, the guy's flies down. He goes, so before you go into that precinct, though, you might want to zip your fly up. And he, go, he looks down. And he goes, oh, shit, they stole my gal, too. <laughs> oh, Gent- a little bit dirty, but just, just yeah. clean enough for yeah. Kids aren't going to understand. You can uh-uh. say that when it thinks. Yep. There you go. You can you can use those in your skits. Take those take those to work with you. Oh boy. Uh, what's going down? Uh, oh, it's bonus time. It's bonus time. I had a big Chipotle and I rode my bike up the hill. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that's why I was sweating and shirtless when you got here. Did you ride to Chipotle? That's how I rode home. Uh-huh. How the fuck do you think that works? What do you mean? Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm saying, did you ride your bike to Chipotle? Yeah, why would I ride my bike home from Chipotle if I didn't ride my bike there? What I was asking is, you didn't make it clear that you rode it there. You just said, I had Chipotle and I rode my bike up a hill. I thought maybe uh, those are two separate well, I things. I thought you meant I rode, like, yeah, I meant like I rode home oh, okay. from Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to get angry, but I was like, what the dumb shit kind of question is that? What I'm saying is uh, that sounds like a rough ride. A uh, well, we, we got ride. stuff to do today, so I housed this burrito. Okay. Yeah, I, I ate it fast, too. I shouldn't have done that. Ooh. I ate it fast. Fast burrito. Fast Chipotle. You're just asking for trouble. What's yeah. your go-to Chipotle? What do you get there? I just get the Sofritas. Yeah, but like in what form? The get bowl? Burrito, brown rice. Yeah. Beans can go either way. depends on the mood. Yeah. I like to have them throw the fajita vegetables in there. Mm-hmm. And do corn. Yeah, I like the corn, corn sauce. Corn cheese, mm-hmm. hot sauce, and lettuce. Okay. I do carnitas in a bowl. No beans, no lettuce, everything else. All the all the giddy ups, mm-hmm. all all the sauces. I Man, like for Tabasco being shit, that Chipotle Tabasco is real good. I fucking hate Tabasco, but I love Chipotle Tabasco. I know, man. It's good stuff, man. That uh, the, the the green isn't bad either. Yeah, just that regular yeah. vinegar, jalapeno vinegar stuff. Yeah, that red shit's gross. I got lucky. There was a line. They're like, "Oh, we're all out of meat." And you see everybody disappointed. Like anybody getting veggie? I'm like, "You bet you." Me and some little squirrely dude and got to skip the line. <laughs> um, well, man. Let's get into it, man. Ash Sands. So what's your favorite weed strains? Hmm. I don't know, man. I just like having it. I, As long as I've been smoking weed, I still don't pay too much attention. What I pay attention to now is uh, Indica or Sativa. But I don't I'm really finally pay. noticing the difference between those two. Yeah. I don't know anything about the strains. Yeah. I had something called nightmare cookies. I forget where I got it from, and it had some CBD mm-hmm. mixed in with it. Well, okay. like, also, I've learned like you could just have one hit. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to get you have to like, smoke the whole bowl clinically high every time. Yeah, Sean Pat was over here. We had a uh, Panama Red. He's like, it's like it's just for chit chat. I'm like, we'll see. And then we talked. I don't think I was funny at all, but I talked my ass off. I do. I need to start paying attention because there are some that do make me chit chat. Yeah, and I like that. I like just getting high and. Well, well try, I like try it. some Panama Red because yeah. that's what old Sean Patton brought over. I feel sorry for those around me when I start. I get a certain level of high where I just I <laughs> physically can't shut up. 
Like I'm apologizing while I'm talking. Like I know I'm getting on your nerves, but I just here's another here's another thought in my head. I'm gonna tell you everything. I'm tell you all kind I'm of give things. you the inventory of what's in the attic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Ash. I don't know. I try to get real. I don't my, know, Ash. The Friday night, my, my plan is like I'm gonna get real high. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I'm going to watch scary movies. I got real high. I made it through 15 minutes of a True Detective episode. I was passed out. <laughs> I got too, I got so high, I, I couldn't even get scared. I was too tired. <sighs> okay, what do we got uh, here? Uh, there you go, Ash. Uh, I don't know. I like, uh, I like Sativa, but I, I, I don't, I, I'll pay attention to the strains. I just, uh, I'll just smoke whatever y'all got. Smoke what you got. All right. Jake Michael asks, using the idea that ghosts are the souls of people who died that can't move on due to some sort of unfinished business. Mm -hmm. If you guys died right now, what, if anything, would be your unfinished business tying you to the physical world? That's a good question, Jake. Do you have any unfinished business? Um, I I, I think your life should be unfinished business. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have any regrets or anything. Like if I died today, no, I'm trying to do more. I'm trying to do more stuff <clears throat> physically. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I'm getting older, like I'm trying to go camping. No, no huge. Fear. I'm not trying to climb Everest or anything. Yeah. But I'm just trying to <clears throat> not look back at like I look at my 20s. I'm like, man, I didn't do shit in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was getting into comedy and all that, mm-hmm. but I was just drinking and fucking off and thinking I was going to live forever because that's what you do in your 20s. And mm-hmm. that phrase, "youth is wasted on the young," is incredibly. Uh, poignant statement. Yeah, and I was like, oh, when I was able to do stuff, I was in my worst shape. Hmm. And so at least when I got, I, I bought, I got mountain bike when I was thirty. I'm forty two now, so I'm not good at it, but I'm, I'm doing that stuff and I have fun. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to camp, but I, I feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some uh, some of that, some of the traveling stuff, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it when the time and the money allows it. Yeah. So I I don't know, man. I don't think. I mean, I've I got think things I, I still want to do and accomplish, but I don't think they would, you know, affect me in the afterlife. Like, yeah, I'm not going to come back as a ghost and be like, let's go camping. Yeah. Like, I want to own a record store one day. I, I still kind of want to own a food truck one day, but, like, I don't think I'm going to be a ghost, <laughs> you know, haunting <Yeah. laughs> Amoeba because I never got to fulfill my dream of owning a record store. I, yeah, I always think of it like, oh, I have a, a kid out there that I never met mm-hmm. or I didn't express my feelings to my family i think i express my feelings to my family too much i think yeah. we're all talking to each other too much we can <laughs> let's keep a few secrets yeah gang hmm. so i don't and i think that's a successful way to live mm-hmm. not full like no regrets i stand by yeah i have regrets i've said some dumb shit i've done some dumb shit i've mm-hmm. hurt people but i don't know i feel i so far so good i feel about yeah, I, and that's kind of how I've tried to live my life. Like, uh, you know, I always think about when I'm on my deathbed, am I going to – is there anything left undone? Like, I've done so much already. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I would have stayed in school or I wish I would have pursued this career. Like, eh, I've kind of – But, I mean, but, like, also I include yourself in being emotionally available for a relationship, yeah. a relationship that you care about, a relationship with your – Family and friends, you know, mm-hmm. making yourself uh, open and available for that. And I, f- I feel like I've done all right so far. In yeah. that. I don't know. Good question, though. Yeah. Good question, Jake. Speaking of uh, emotionally available. Uh, Speaking of emotional witches. This may help others. Uh, 
Katie brought up the fact the other day, not in like a negative way, but she's like, you know, one thing I wish you would do that you never do that I think would be a sweet gesture. And I was like, good Lord, this could be anything. <laughs> and uh, she says, I don't write enough notes. She would like it if I left more notes just around the house, like, you know, for when she gets home, you know, hey, honey, hope you had a good day. I'll see you tonight. You know, just a little. I never think to do that. I never think to communicate via note. I leave silly messages on a whiteboard calendar we yeah. got That's so once in a while. Yeah. So I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to start doing that. Speaking of emotional availability. The text message. Yeah. But, like, I think the point is, like, the effort of, you know, the old school leaving a little note behind. All right. Well, yeah. <clears throat> good luck. If that's the only thing I'm lacking, I'm doing pretty good. You're not leaving enough evidence around here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dave fed a place. Dave, did you get a chance to try the cookies, jam, and venison jerky I gave you in Davison, Michigan? What was your honest opinion? They fucking sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm kidding, Dave. Uh, I do remember. I remember Dave. I remember that uh, wonderful <laughs> Davison, Michigan show. And, uh, yes, I do remember this. I, I ate them all. I, uh, I, I like the way it's, the way it's phrased is that it's, that it's all jerky. Cookies jerky. Jam jerky. And venison jerky. <laughs> yeah. Cookies jam and venison These jerky. These are just dry chips, ahoy. No, it's cookie jerky. Uh, they were excellent, Dave. I appreciate that. I I eat about everything, uh, no shit, that people bring mm-hmm. me. Um, so it is not unappreciated and it does not go wasted. So, uh, But, yeah, man, I'm a big fan of uh, any type of homemade jam and shit like that. Even though I told you uh, a while back I was kind of getting over jerky, um, I don't mind the good you know, homemade jerky, some mm-hmm. venison jerky or some weird jerky that somebody brings to a show. I'll eat that shit. But, uh, yeah, solid stuff, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, no real notes. Uh, other, all I remember is I, I ate them and I enjoyed them. So thank you. Good Kind-ing work. gifts. Um. I don't think you want to answer that one yet. <clears throat> Maybe I'm ready to answer that one. Uh, Jacob Rivas. Hey, guys. I've been watching a shit ton of pseudo documentaries that are filmed from the perspective of it being a true story. Examples, Lost Tapes, Monster Quest. Do you think those are conspiracy to put out these real fakey-looking documentaries to distract from the reality that cryptids are out there? Disinformation. And also, has anyone really sat down and thought we're just okay with eating peeps in front of ducks? That's horrifying. Eating peeps in front of ducks. Why are you eating peeps in front of ducks? Why, yeah. why are you eating that? Why are you eating anything in front of ducks? Going down to the lake and having some shitty candy. Yeah, man. You eating eggs? You eat eggs in front of chickens? I would do that. I, you know, they chickens don't know. Then why would ducks know what yeah, peeps they, are? They wouldn't know either. Let's not distract from the real question, though. About is, is it disinformation? Is the market flooded with dingbats to? Uh, dissuade. I, I I believe that that is a a technique that's been employed here and there. Yeah. I don't agree with putting Monster Quest in that uh, category. Uh, I think Monster Quest is fine programming. I enjoy fine legit the, programming. I mean, I will say this about Monster Quest: like they did about six or seven seasons. They probably should have done about three because after about three seasons, they started running out of monsters. Just started making oh, you shit mean up, like our show, like uh, really ugly dogs. Oh, okay, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I just started kind of making up monsters. <laughs> well, I, I I think that <clears throat> I think that the, it's less that they're um, <clears throat> the conspiracy is to put it out, but I think the fact that there's more, th- th- it's out there because there's an appetite for it. Mm-hmm. 
but then I bet the people that are really involved are like, oh, thank God. Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go chase the Loch Ness Monster over there. Yeah. Over here we got underground cloning labs for the government. Um, so, that's I, yeah, I think, I, think, I think it could all be tied in together. Yeah, I definitely believe in the disinformation technique. Uh, I mean, some of these documentaries do suck, though. Like, mm-hmm. did we get into, should I save this for a regular episode or talk about Hellier? We'll talk about it, but you, you somebody else was like, <clears throat> I started watching it. Maybe I'll watch it, too, so we can both throw down on it. Just a whole bunch of nothing. <clears throat> I just, none of it, like, like it, but that's been my, what ups, everything we we see for this show is not real. What do you like, mean? I've never seen that? anything real. It's always blurry fucking photos and everything. All the technology and then ev- all the evidence is is uh, skeptical, suspect at best. Mm-hmm. Except for the Navy going, here's video from our Navy fighters looking at UFOs. Yeah. That's the shit where I was like, that's the military. That's yeah. what everybody has a heart on about. Yeah. And that's the one I get hung up on. But all this other stuff, like, look over there, isn't it? No, no, it's not. There's some stuff out there. Well, it hasn't been captured with any modern technology. I'm saying there's some decent evidence. You can get pictures of fucking Pluto. (laughs) We can take pictures of fucking planets that are light years away. Bigfoot. Ah, look at this might be his finger turning off the trail cam. Come on. Might be. Might be. I'm telling you, dude, you look at that Patterson-Gimlin film, and there's uh, there's some souped-up versions of it where it's been stabilized. That's the most breathtaking piece of video I've ever seen because I truly don't think that's a dude, Acosta. And when you see it, like the original... It's, Didn't it's, they admit it's, they faked it? No. There's all kind of weird shit, but no. Like, no, nobody who really was involved it never admitted to faking it. And they've done analysis on it, and I just, there's just no way. There's no way it could be a dude in a suit. And when you watch that thing, when you watch a good version of that, just seeing that fucking giant thing just striding around, oh, that's some pretty good evidence. I love it. Won't get into, you know, that whole case again, even though there is a hernia and a right quadricep that moves up and down that would be ridiculous to try to fake that. But uh, anyway, Eric Payne asked if the portals that Ryan Singer referred to could be traversed both ways. What would you hope to find on the other side? That right That really is. Oh, you got a problem with the right, right quadricep? You got a hernia like, instead of instead of just being like, oh, this costume isn't great. No, nah, it's a hernia <clears throat> and a right quadricep. And the proportions. All right, let's get into it. The proportions <clears throat> are all different. Like obviously. You know, it's a giant beast, but, like, I don't know the exact percentages, but, like, the human body, regardless of how tall you are, your knee to your ankle is blank percent of your overall height. Your knee to your hip bone is blank percent of your overall height. Those, the the percentages on that uh, creature do not equate to that of a human. The way that the ankle and the foot is, the, the, the bottom of the foot, the heels hitting the ground, the, the, the way the ankle is positioned, it's there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff. This is all I have, Kyle. All right, don't all right. take away Bigfoot. All right, okay, I'll let you. Have it. Sorry, right. I stepped on the other question. <sighs> uh, portals. 
Eric Payne asked about the portals that Ryan was talking about. If you could traverse them both ways, what would you hope to find on the other side? Man, when he started talking about those portals, dude, like the concept of a portal, I don't know if I believe in a portal, yeah. but holy shit. Could you? Well, he said, Ryan said that one of the dudes from that agency we can't speak of went into the portal, spent like 15 minutes. That's what he said. This seemingly normal, intelligent dude who works for an agency, a government agent. Well, maybe I shouldn't say government, but anyway, this dude who Ryan hung out with all week says that he himself spent 15 minutes in a portal in that on that property. So that's when you're like, are you serious? Are you lying? Are you crazy? Or How can you even put a timestamp on going through a portal? It's a good question. Maybe he, you know, maybe he knew the outside time when he went in and the outside time when he went out, when he left. But yeah, I, I don't know how any of that works. But could you imagine walking into a portal? <clears throat> what do I, I mean, what would I hope to find on a world better than this one? Yeah. Because maybe that's why nobody's coming out of it to come here, save for a few, oh, maybe Bigfoot, maybe that. <laughs> but otherwise, everybody seems to be content staying over on that side. Yeah. Mm, that, we got to dig deeper into that soon. That portal thing, yeah. I, that's, that's a whole episode. Because mm. I... I'm, is it that whole like rift in the space time continuum to talk, talk about? Because that that gets in that gets into physics and science, and that is way past how I can even comprehend like quantum theory and all that. Like that's now you're getting into mathematics, and once that happens, I could use my imagination to think about why Bigfoot might exist, but. What's it's like math? Yeah, I got no. nothing. Man, you know what I'd like to find when I go into that portal, other than a Bojangles? Um, wouldn't it be like, all right, Bigfoot, aliens, creatures, that's one thing. But like, what if you went into a portal and you just saw a bunch of regular dudes? Just guys that look like us. You know? It's a portal, you just come out fatter 15 minutes later. <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> think about you, you're in some portal and then you're in a new dimension or a new universe or whatever, and then there's just a bunch of, just a bunch of folks. <laughs> Maybe it's a glitch in this whole simulation we're living in. Yeah. Maybe it's a glitch that, uh, that the, 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 layers, the layers of the world, this simulation is layered on top of another simulation, and that's mm-hmm. like a whoops. Yeah. And you slipped into that one. And be like, oh, shit. Like... I don't know. It's like when you move to a different state when you're in elementary school. It's like, oh, this is so different, but it's kind of the same. What do you guys do around here? Yeah. You yeah, know? that yeah, exactly. Like what what did they tweak in that simulation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's a, what that, that I mean, the Simpsons covered that one where he keeps going back and fucks with something in the past that it's raining donuts. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like what's the what are they doing in the in the simulation that's through the portal? That that <clears throat> that would make more that is how I could wrap my head around it. Mhm. Is it's a little blip between the simulations. Hmm. That would be neat. Jeremy Proctor asks, what's the worst joke you've ever used that looking back you're disappointed it worked? It's oh, a great question. My whole career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Everybody has hack jokes when you start. Yeah. I, I'm more the opposite in that I have so many jokes that I like that have never worked, and I'm always yeah. confused. Like, ah, why didn't that work? But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think if any anything. I mean, 
that's the one thing I knew going in. Like I was a fan of comedy and I studied comedy and not that I had expert taste, but I knew what hack was like from day yeah. one. So I did try. I gave myself some rules when I first started. Like uh, no racial jokes, no sexual jokes, no political jokes, stuff that just mm-hmm. – and like putting those boundaries on myself forced me to yeah. at least be somewhat creative and original yeah. you know, rather than just going up there and talking about my girlfriend. You know, Because I remember when I first started, I just – it was like five or six topics that just seemed like everybody was doing. It's like, oh yeah, why, why it's like that? now, like oh, so who's online dating? Yeah, fucking everybody because yeah. it's who's breathing air. Yeah, like what? Why do I think I have an original take on something that's been talked about now, ad nauseum? Now I'm at the at the point when I watch comedy, I'm like I'll listen to your unoriginal premise if the punchline mm-hmm. or where you're going with it is something unique. Because all right, that's part of your life, and you are talking about your life if yeah. you're on Tinder. Yeah. All right, what's your angle on it? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that it's weird or some? All right, fucking yeah, whatever. Or or I'll laugh at it, but be like, I know it's not. It's not. You're not breaking any molds. The same way I like shitty pop music. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, this isn't a good song, but I'm enjoying it for what it's worth. Yeah. <clears throat> I I would do. I just, I like. I did not sexual stuff. I had jo- I like just had just stupid. Yeah. It's about like. If I like, I would say I had crabs, and to take care of them, I would just sit with my pants off and watch Red Lobster commercials, <laughs> and say, "See what we do to your cousins." And then I said, "If I if I if I really didn't think they were getting the point, I would slather my balls in melted butter." That's pretty funny. <laughs> Stupid. What favorite a- opener is? Uh, Come on, ladies, his dick isn't going to laugh at itself. <laughs> <laughs> I always try and do the worst thing to open the show and be yeah. like, all right, well, okay, well, <laughs> that's out of the way. I used to have some stupid joke about how I don't go to the strip club. I'm not a strip club guy. Because mm-hmm. if I did, if I'm a few times I have made it rain, people get hurt because I use nickels. <laughs> all right, good one, Dave. Yeah, there was like some pretty bad, just over the top. Mm-hmm. Misogyny. Yeah. But like joke massage, like, well, of course, joke massage, but like. I was like, you're not supposed to throw your trash out at the movie theater. I'm like, that's why I go to the movies. Like, that's like getting a hooker, not peeing on her when you're done. That's just horror. I've never gotten a hooker, <laughs> let alone had the desire to pee on someone. Yeah. And I would say that because I was like, oh, here's a good shitty shock joke. Because yeah. that's when you had five minutes in front of dumb bar crowds. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's why I have to like be not so critical of new comics when I see them doing something. Like, hey, you got to make your mistakes. Yeah. Think you're not going to get this overnight. You're going to make some mistakes for a few years. Oh, yeah, for a while. What else we got? Tom Clark. Do you guys know of any good cover artists? I love original music, but sometimes a good cover can kick ass. Need some more ammo for my Cover Me and Covers playlist. I don't know about an artist that just does covers. Are there any notable? I would, say, I, would, I would say me first and the Gimme Gimmies. They do covers? They're only a cover Oh, band. really? They're all, it's like Fat Mike from No Effects and these dudes from these other Yeah, I've heard the bands. band name. I didn't know and so they, they play, they, and they But they do good covers. The guy okay. can sing. Well, I mean, that answered my question. Is there any notable band that is a cover band? Like No, they're called cover bands, yeah. and they just... Play fucking play Summerfest, yeah. yeah. 
That's weird that they, well, I guess, you know, since they were kind of a super. Me, for, it's a punk band. It's like if a Scott, it's like a novelty cover band. Yeah. So I'd say them. Otherwise, I don't know, man. I go on Spotify all the time. I always look for good reggae covers. Reggae of popular songs. Huh. But I like, I just, yeah, I like, uh, <clears throat> I like that feeling of being at a shitty beach resort. Willie Nelson did an entire reggae album about really? 15 years ago. It was all right. It's Sm- kind of weird. Smoking Popes covered Angel Fly- Angels Flying Too Close to the Ground. Really? Magnificently. Okay. That's a good one. Avail does pink and does a pretty good cover of Pink Houses. <clears throat> who? By J- Mellencamp. Avail. Oh, okay. Old old band from... from Richmond, Virginia. John Mellon camping trip. What were the yeah? What were the good band names? They weren't cover bands but like uh, John Cougar Concentration Camp. Yeah, and uh, what was the other one that got Ario Speed Dealer? <laughs> they got so they had to change their name. That's funny. I don't know if John Cougar Concentration Camp got in trouble. <laughs> uh, Kyle Jimmy Johnson. I have a hernia right now, just like Bigfoot. Do you guys? <laughs> No, you guys went through it as well. How long do you guys wait to get the surgery? <clears throat> um, you had a hernia? I did. Applebee's paid for mine. Oh, yeah? I hurt myself. Uh, like in, were you lifting Moz sticks? I was lifting 50-pound bags of potatoes, and I was trying to do two or three at a time to show off. And I pulled my nut. Got a nut hernia. Yep. And, that's, uh, that's where I got mine. Dealt with it for about three or four weeks, and finally I couldn't, couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, I just thought my my uh, scrotum would get smaller, and yeah. it didn't, and that was under my insurance. And I just had to tell my mom, like, I got to go to the doctor. Yeah. Like, put Why? The mesh like, in don't you? worry about it. Yeah, get the yeah. mesh. We had the exact same surgery. Do you start seeing, like, all the. Like the mesothelioma class actresses, like if you have, I have been seeing those the yeah. herniated me- mesh. Yeah, you like, might be entitled of what? I'm going to go through a bunch of paperwork to get six bucks. <laughs> if you have a class action lawsuit, you're like, yeah. fuck yeah, fuck this court. AT and T, kiss my ass. That's right. And you're like, you're entitled to thirty nine cents. Like, uh, All right. What's the point? But yeah, that's the one where my dad mm. picked me up from the surgery, and I. Uh, I used to, I never, my dad never really cussed mm-hmm. and I didn't cuss much around him, but I was all doped up. Yeah. And when he picked me up, he goes, uh, all right, you ready to go, buddy? I was like, dad, my fucking balls hurt. <laughs> it was just like, well, all right there, buddy, let's get you in the car. <laughs> that was, I was like wandering around with my ass out of the gown. Uh-huh. Just enjoying the buzz. Did your, uh, I'm sorry for such a personal question, did your scrotum get about three times its normal size? It was getting big. It was like fucking grapefruits. It, I had it, giant it, balls. I didn't let it go that far, but it was getting bigger than it should have been. Yeah, it was crazy. And I could also tell it was something wandering around there. No, I'm talking about after the surgery. After the surgery, rem- my balls swelled remember. up. Yeah. Because it's something, something to do with... I remember they're black because it was like the blood from the surgery Ooh. settled in the bottom. Like, what's this? They're like, it's fine. It's all right. Like, okay. So that was my biggest concern. Yeah, my balls, no shit. My balls for like a day were the size of baseballs. Like, it was insane. Did I tell that story? <clears throat> I don't know. Which one? Just the whole story about how I knew I had to get them fixed? No, <clears throat> I don't think so. I was doing ecstasy. Uh-huh. And I let my friend who was sweet on me, fella. Yeah, I told that story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So once a gay guy told me I had weird balls, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna go to the doctor. You know, you're supposed to, you know, when you're in the shower every now and then, you're supposed to feel around there and make sure there's no weird Fucking bumps. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who needs this shower? <laughs> you know how many times I checked for a hernia watching season three of True Detective over the last week? <laughs> Every five minutes. 
Jack Eisenhuff. I'm moving to Chicago to go to school in August. I'm one of the best clubs to watch perform comedy. Maybe something that Kyle went to when he was starting out or anything like that. And one for Dave. What's the best barbecue at North Carolina? It's his home state. He has he has favorites, but he'd like to know yours. North Carolina? Uh, yep. Not uh, a fan of their sauces, are you? I don't like the whole... I don't like the East or West Carolina version of barbecue. Um, well, I thought there was only a North and South Carolina. So. No, there's right. Eastern Carolina. There's Western Carolina. There's Southern Carolina barbecue. Um, but I will say 12 Bones in Asheville is probably your best bet. God damn, that place was great. 12 Bones is I solid. I remember that place. Midwood, I don't remember barbecue. I remember 12 yeah, Bones. Yeah, 12 Bones is solid. Midwood and Charlotte kind of was underwhelming for me. Those blueberry ribs, mm-hmm. yeah. blueberry glazed ribs. Uh, that, the gal sent us some of that. Or, I'm sorry, sent me some of that. Yeah. I yeah, forgot the glaze. I told you. The yeah. glaze for Got the blue, I, had the, I had it last night, the blueberry sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I cooked. I, I baked up some chicken and dipped it in and there. Oh, it. oh, it's good stuff. But yeah, because I'm like I'm like barbecue is good, but then but twelve. I remember being back in Asheville and like mm-hmm. being with who I'm like we gotta go to this place. Yeah, I don't have a lot of spots like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like the vinegary uh, sauce and um, whole hog is fine. Whole hog sounds great in theory, but that's usually what they do. But the, the problem with whole hog barbecue is it dries out. A lot of Carolina barbecue, it's it's dry, and I can't taste the smoke. And then then on top of that, the sauce sucks. So I'm sorry. Look out, Jack. Just not my style. But, um, you know, I went to fucking, what is it, Rodney Scott's barbecue there in uh, South Carolina. Was it Hemingway, South Carolina? Rodney Scott, you know, he's kind of a celebrity chef now. Uh, he's opening up places all over the place. Very, I'm sorry, it's very underwhelmed. I wanted to like it. I drove okay. an hour and a half off route to check it out. But anyway, don't get me started. Anyway, uh, as far as the question for me, uh, I have no idea anymore. I don't know what's going on. I know people like North Bar. Uh, my beloved Lincoln Lodge is still up and running. North Bar is where I play. Yeah, you play North Bar. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Lodge, <clears throat> that's... Uh, that's been uh, my spot. Who I know there. I think this. I think Wednesday night at Coles still goes on, as far as an open mic. <clears throat> but I don't know what's going on there anymore. I don't know who's doing what. I think they might still do comedians. You should know. At uh, it's always been on a Wednesday, so I've never made it. But I hear that show's good. Hmm. Um. So man, I don't. There. I. Th- the reason I don't know. There's so much. There's so much comedy that uh, that people have told me about. I don't know if it's good or bad, but there's a lot of comedy. So at least you'll be able to have a uh, a, a large selection to choose from. So mm-hmm. good luck, man. Good luck in Chicago. It's a good town in August and September and some October. All right, here's a ridiculous one from Sam Thomason. <laughs> Resubmitted because you caught me off guard with this early shit, and God damn it, this is funny. So you shot down my vampires can't get boners question a few episodes ago. That's fine. How about this? Let's say two vampires are having gay sex. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Can, uh, that's not me me saying that. That's that's Sam. Uh, can a man? Do you think there is something wrong with it? <laughs> can a man? Gross. <laughs> he gets gets grossed out by the hypothetical. Vampire sixty nine <laughs> just chomping dicks. <clears throat> can a man's sexual drive in the moment outweigh a vampire's insatiable bloodlust, or can they resist the urge to feed in order to satisfy their partner? Basically, what I'm asking: if a gay vampire resists chomping down on a boner full of blood. 
That's got to be like trying to lick the icing off a jelly donut without having a bite. <laughs> Good one, Sam. That's funny. <laughs> this question stands alone. I think the oh, answer is within God. the question. <clears throat> so what is the question, Ian? I, I was so caught up in the oddity of it. I meant uh, like if, if gay vampires will not eat dicks of other vampires, but if you're a vampire, you don't have any blood anyway. So if you're getting a bone, they can't get boners. Didn't we shoot down that idea? Yeah. yeah. Did we say they can or they can't? I think they cannot, right? They don't have blood. They don't have blood. Maybe once, like if we're vampires, once I suck your blood, now I can Whoa, get a boner. Whoa, buddy. Hey. Why don't you use your blood to give me a boner? But then why would I want to eat your dick? Because that'd be my own blood. That wouldn't be doing anything for me. Yeah, So I don't basically know. you're saying, like, okay. <clears throat> if, <sighs> if it's a gay vampire... Then just go find a plain gay dude that's not a vampire and have gay sex. And then also, are you a if it's a vampire bottom, then you don't have to worry about it. I think you got to focus <clears throat> on butt stuff. Don't you think? If you're a vampire top, then that's your issue. Then I, you know, where's the question in this? What's what? Can a man's sexual drive in the moment outweigh a vampire's insatiable bloodlust? Vampires aren't going to attack other vampires. Yeah. I don't know. That's not... Yeah. Gay, yeah. Gay, can a gay vampire resist chomp down a boner? If it's a boner, is a boner, if it's a boner that means it's not a vampire. Because we've already deemed that vampires can't uh -huh. get boners. Yeah. Which is weird because they're, they're always horny. Yeah. They're always overly sexual. Uh -huh. Except if they got no blood. But then if it's a regular not vampire... That's got a boner, and you're a vampire. No, you probably you probably bite that dick. Ah, hmm. <clears throat> oh, fuck, man. I don't know. You got me, Sam. This one's this is a real conundrum. This is a real Mobius strip <laughs> like, of logic going like on. Tried here. to lick the icing off a jelly donut without having a boner. I now let me let me see if do vamp do vampires have blood. Oh, God, of course, Q-Aura with misspellings. Their body cannot generate any blood component. That's why they feed on blood to keep working of their own body. Nobody can work without blood. Without, who fucking, what teenager answered this? Q-Aura. Here, vampires.com. Of course, why didn't I go to vampires.com first? <laughs> why don't you ask vampires.com, Sam? Blood, they need blood to survive. I fucking I don't know, man. It's a you know what you stumped me. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think I don't think they're gonna eat dicks. Okay, well we'll figure that one out. Thank you, Sam. Uh, Hunter Scott <laughs> asked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys get the joy of fireworks? Still not necessarily the fireworks themselves, but I've always been into smaller towns. So for my area, the entire city all goes to the local city park, and there are fair foods and vendors and games, and it's a big <clears throat> community event. I, I fucking love fireworks. I feel bad for pets and animals. Yeah. You know, that's the one. And Fourth of July and, is... And veterans. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one holiday that... It, 
is just literally forced upon you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're gonna you can't to. escape the fireworks, you know, unless you just soundproof your house and stay indoors. But yeah, like, that's the one holiday that's just that just hits you over the head. And I like I like it, but I totally get how it's a nuisance to animals and you know stuff like that. But uh, man, I, I love a small town fireworks. Let's all gather in the the community park and have some hot dogs and look up at the sky. I know that's real. Uh, it's maybe an antiquated thing at this point, but. I like I like a little Norman Rockwell, you know. No, I I definitely like the ultimate summer. Everybody gathering like mm-hmm. a like a parade or something. Like oh, the whole town's out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like oh, the whole the whole town's got a day off. Yeah, I'm doing anything. I miss I miss barbecues with the cut. Sorry, cookouts. Yeah, my apologies. Sorry, cookouts with the family. Yeah. Last year, Fourth of July, we were up in Oregon and we went to the. It was a you know small town, Oregon. Went to the big. The fairgrounds uh-huh. where everybody's on the bleachers for the baseball or like their little band shell, yeah. big fireworks and everything. Like, yeah, I, I get it. I'm with you, Hunter. Yeah. I enjoy it. I like fireworks. Yeah. I Also, 4th of July is one of those. I don't get like the light, like the black cats, like lighting a brick in the driveway. Yeah. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> That was like Roman candles were fun because uh-huh. you could shoot them at each other. I loved it when I was little. From the time I was about five to about eleven, I lived in a uh, a neighborhood with with tons of houses, tons of kids, tons of neighbors, and uh, we lived in a cul-de-sac, a big oversized cul-de-sac, and that was the that was ground zero for the fireworks display every year. So, uh, and that was also the only time I was allowed to stay outdoors after dark. Was on Fourth of oh, July. It's like the Sandlot, man. Yeah, that was yeah. so much fun. It'd be like nine o'clock, and all the kids are just running around screaming. That's how I felt about Halloween. The dads are, yeah. I was allowed to, yeah. That was the other day of the year. Yeah. But the all the dads would handle the fireworks, and the kids are just running around. It was like it was like mid level purge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. don't murder anybody, but all right, go for it. Yeah, it was chaos. It yeah. was fun. We'd catch lightning bugs. I don't know if that... Uh, did you have those in Illinois? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We'd hit them with tennis rackets. Oh, really? <laughs> We'd catch them in mayonnaise jars and stuff. We'd do that. And yeah. then you realize if you hit them with tennis rackets, those are your own little fireworks display. <laughs> I'm not saying it was right. I'm just yeah. saying that's what we did. Yeah. I didn't realize like people didn't have those in places mm-hmm. when Rachel was back with us for the summer. She's like, oh, my God. I'm like, it's lightning bugs. Like, yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, like, their asses like, light up. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty cool thing then if, you didn't, if you've never seen that yeah. before. And in Georgia, fireworks, I don't know if they still are, but when I was a kid, they were illegal. You had to go to Tennessee or Alabama to get them. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you're going up 75 uh, past Chattanooga, there's a big uh, fireworks store, like the uh, size of a Home I've Depot. Seen, I think I've seen that one. And I always wonder, I think that one was in the movie Dutch with Ed O'Neill, by the way. I think that's where they stopped. Oh, a Dutch reference. Yeah. But I always wonder, what are these fucking fireworks stores doing in the other 11 months a year? <laughs> I, I know you drive by them. They just got one employee. I don't understand that. It's like these. It's like when you see a Halloween shop in February. You know, you'd think they'd be one of the same. That, we'd have to go to Wisconsin or Indiana. There's a, there's a joke that go go back to the other one. A joke that fails <clears throat> that you need to look for diversity. Uh huh. You know, sometimes you don't realize when something's diverse. It's because there was uh, the billboards for you can see the billboards like right over the border. In Wisconsin, a railroad border in Indiana, come get fireworks. And everybody would get busted. They go to the first place past the border to get fireworks and drive back. And the state troopers just sit there and watch them yeah. leave the parking lot and pull them. You got to go in. 
But all the billboards for the Indiana side are at a place called Crazy Kaplan's. K-A-P-L-A-N. Uh-huh. Like Kaplan. And it was just always like a nervous dude on the building. Or nervous cartoon guy. Like, I got all these explosives. <laughs> but I was realizing, like, Kaplan's like, that's a Jewish name. Yeah. But, like, let's, like, hey, let's look at the diversity of, like, oh, we're going to. You know, Indiana's home of the Klan in America, but yeah. also we're still going to go to this nervous Jewish guy for our fireworks, so maybe that's the bridge in a small gap right there. <laughs> that is a specifically regional joke that uh, doesn't even work in Chicago, because I don't think people associate Kaplan with being a very Jewish name. I just know Gabe Kaplan and my accountant. Not saying that just because he's... Mike Kaplan. A, accountant. Yeah. Yes. All Jews. Spells his name M-Y-Q. He's doing a thing. He likes words. Yeah. Lee Singleton asks, hey, Lee. I met Lee in Pensacola. Good dude. Would you rather live in a world where it has been proven that no cryptids, aliens, or supernatural entities exist, or in one where they all exist, and as a result, humanity is no longer at the top of the food chain? That's a great question. Uh, I'll take the the second one. I was going to say latter or former, but I always get those confused. Uh, I think ladder's the second one, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I always I always want to use that in conversation, but at the last second I feel like I'm gonna fuck it up. No, um, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I would rather I would much rather live uh I think it'd be cool as shit if we weren't at the top of the food chain. But you think it's cool as shit now, like if it changed now. But if you were just born and basically like a baby deer in the wilderness, like everything's gonna try and kill you your whole life. Yeah. There's no dreams anymore. There's like, maybe I'll be an artist. No, you fucking survive. That's yeah. all. That's your whole life. Yeah. You want that? <clears throat> It'd be, I don't know. It'd be a refreshing change of pace. Fucking refreshing? <laughs> Call just sheer terror oh, from man. the minute you're awake to the minute you fall asleep. Yeah. Refreshing? Yeah. Because you can have that now. Yeah, that's true. Go to prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be the fucking oldest Marine. The oldest new Marine. Oh, man. Just um, want to help you boys out over there. Yeah. No, I just, I think that would be, uh, imagine, I mean, I mean, yeah, we're really spiraling off here, but imagine how that would change humanity. I think it would, it would, it would humble us up a little bit well what is it yeah but also okay we're no longer top of the food chain but all does it but, mean that we're being hunted all the time or that there's just something that's smarter than us out no he says I, cryptids and aliens and supernatural entities yeah so not just i live in the, the wilderness with lions trying to kill me but there's crazy cryptids and aliens <clears throat> that's what i mean who cares what it is it's just trying to kill you well, who's to say cryptids and aliens and supernatural entities are necessarily trying to kill us? He well, just means oh. that they have that. They probably could. And they have that ability, and therefore we would no longer be at the top of the food chain. Well, then how's that work now with bears and stuff? Sharks. I mean, we're existing. You know, I mean, yeah. What? Well, I guess I'm confused. Like, top of the food chain means just because we have the ability to build structures and guns and defense that mm-hmm. we're the top. That these other things would have systems better than ours. Yeah, if I mean, they ever uh, wanted to take over human beings, they would or could. Yeah, whereas a grizzly or a shark could not. A grizzly could kill me in a one-on-one fight, but but they're not like getting together. Yeah, like let's all 
yeah. raid this village. Yeah. Although there was the stories about those lions that were stalking people. Really? In Africa. Hmm. There was like, there was, they made a movie about it. I know it's such a vague statement to make. They made a movie about it. But like a lion that was stalking people from this village. It's pretty insane. Um, yeah. Ro- I, <laughs> Robert Smith asked, burps or farts? I think a burp's more of an accomplishment. Really? Mm-hmm. Any asshole could fart. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll allow it. I'll allow that one, even with the laugh. If you would have said it drier, I would have been like, well, I get, oh, I see what you did. Here's another question. Would you rather... Furps or barks? If you walk in, if you walk into a small room, <clears throat> would you rather walk into a burp or a fart? Fucking burp, dude. Burps can be fucking gnarly, man. Farts. It's all the same. No, farts have shit particles. Okay, that's a good point. The only reason they're even mildly allowed is that there's pants over your butt. If there's not, <laughs> this is a naked ass. You ever look at fart porn? No, stop it. Really? Fuck you for even putting that in my brain now. And you still Ugh. want to go with bar- burps can be nasty? Ugh. Look up fart porn. No. Ugh. What the fuck is wrong with people? Uh, I've mentioned this people before, got their own, and I don't want to go. People got their own things. Man. I don't want to go down this chain, but I am so glad that I am, for the most part, sexually normal. And I know even that might offend people. Well, it's normal. I don't need fart porn to get off. It's not about need. I don't need. It's about. It's about being the top of the food to chain. To watch people shit on a glass <clears throat> coffee table. That's, the, that's being part of the top of the food chain. Fucking this whole sex positive shit. <clears throat> You want people shitting on coffee tables? Everybody, it's, it's great to be sex positive when you're young and attractive, but what happens when the fucking creeps? Fucking nobody. There's, I'm there's sex not, positive, everybody. Not a lot of hot people making uh, a fart porn. Okay, shit all a, over this a, pumpkin. That's shitting a pumpkin. It's a. I mean, that's called a crapple lantern. Jack off o lantern. Where should I go with this? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two best ones I had. Uh, let's go to uh, Burley Gates. I like that as a as a handle. More serious one here. Burley Gates says, My grandpa Wayne passed away in his sleep a few months ago. Before he died, he told me that when he would try to go to sleep at night, he would feel a presence in his bedroom. He'd look around in the dark and notice his bed was being surrounded by tall figures in red robes that would stand and watch him. My question is, do you think the time leading up to our deaths, the veil between worlds or dimension, is thinner, allowing for beings to cross over? Perhaps grim reapers, angels, demons, or what have you? Um... That, you know, I always think like there's a confusion that, you know, you won't understand until you're there. Like people have near death experiences. Mm-hmm. My mom had one. Uh, and is that like when people do DMT, that's like a simulated near death experience, how people always kind of have similar experiences. It's either the light or one that's as recurring as laying flat on a river peacefully going down. That's the one my mom had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is it your brain? Releasing a chemical to ease with what's happening? Or is it, you know, like what Burley Gates is saying? It's like you're, you're, you're slowly getting a peak. <clears throat> hmm. 
It's like when you're about to get fired. Nobody's really giving a shit if you do your job anymore. That's what your systems are doing. Like, yeah, actually, this is what. I was having a similar conversation as this one uh, with Katie the other day. We're talking about, um, you know, since her mom recently passed, that's obviously been a big thing, a topic of conversation. But the concept of do you think people know that they're about to die? Like in in an illness situation, for example, like what her mom had, and maybe even with my dad having a heart attack. But like, do you think thirty seconds, five minutes, five hours before you die, you kind of have some sort of inclination? And if so, does that also ring true with say accidents? Like it's one thing to be at the tail end of a battle with cancer, and yeah. that last day. You just kind of come to terms or you, your instinct tells you, yeah, this might be my last day. But yeah. people, let's say, hypothetically, who die in car wrecks, I wonder if five minutes before the wreck they have these weird feelings like, oh, shit, I feel like I don't have much time left. Well, I mean, there's always these stories that like the, oh, something told me not to get on that plane mm-hmm. and it crashed. But mm-hmm. the way I think it's probably something that. Everybody has a feeling about before they go on a plane ride. Oh, what if this plane crashes? Oh, uh-huh. that's a silly thought. Yeah. You know, what if, what if, what if I get in a car wreck today? You could think that every day of your life. Mm-hmm. And then one day you're going to get in a car wreck. You'd be like, I predicted it. Yeah. No. But that's, that's where I hold my belief that if there is like energy that's residual energy, it's from people getting, you know, like being the, extinguished quickly Mm -hmm. for lack of a better way to say it you know like a car wreck like boom oh that was it yeah you died instantly there was no prep yeah you know there was no like that's how it's depicted in movies and everything people walking around like oh man what's going on somebody would be like you're dead you know it's some sixth sense shit yeah um but as far as like if your body's slowly like you know, beginning its shutdown procedures. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, maybe there's a built-in <laughs> comforting mechanism. Because the reason Katie and I started talking about this the other day is uh, my dad, uh, he, went to a, he went to the doctor on Wednesday. It was a scheduled thing, like mm-hmm. a month out. It's not like... He was feeling awful on Tuesday, and they made an appointment. Yeah. He'd had this thing scheduled on a Wednesday and then died four days later. But before he went to the doctor, I didn't know this at the time, he dug up all his personal papers and wills and stuff and really? like that he hadn't fucked with in years and put them where my mom could find them. Really? Like the day he was going to the doctor. So like, I wonder if he knew... You know, I don't know if he had been having heart trouble and just keeping it a secret. Was it? Yeah, it was your dad kind of more stoic, man? Oh yeah. And so maybe yeah. it was like I don't want to frighten anybody. Yeah. But but maybe he knew like this is not normal. <laughs> this is serious. Maybe I should go ahead and dig these papers out. Maybe that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I got I got an inkling. Yeah. Because uh, Katie's mom did something similar, yeah. but hers was more of a long drawn out thing that she was battling multiple illnesses for like a year but yeah she, like the, a day or two before she passed she had dug out some stuff that, but anyway i just thought that was weird that my dad had did that uh just before he even went to a doctor like he did that like on tuesday or wednesday before he went to the doctor's appointment 
dug out all that stuff. Well, I mean, from what you've told me, it seems like a guy that, you know, <clears throat> was always looking out for the people around him and everything. Oh, Maybe yeah. that was another, a step. Yeah. You know, kind of that. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't be hard on anybody else, harder than it needs to be. Yeah. But yeah, to answer Burley Gates' question, is is the veil between worlds or dimensions thinner when you get closer to the end? That's that's an interesting concept. Like, <laughs> you know, when you get like flatliners. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that or if it's. <clears throat> You know, like or hallucinations. Mm. You know, my mom was with my aunt when she passed and said, like, <clears throat> right at the moment she passed, like, looked around the room and then, like, like she was seeing something. Oh, wow. But is that, are you seeing something? Is something coming to get her? Is that just your brain going, here's, <clears throat> here's a exit strategy. Mm-hmm. Here's, you know, final exit strategy to make it, you know, to ease with everything. Two different people have asked, this is weird, and I have not even thought about this in months. Two different people. Dave, did you ever get your cat earrings from China? <laughs> no, I didn't, and I haven't thought about that in months. Yeah. Well, yeah. Somebody yeah. else asked that. Uh, I, saw, I saw that. That's weird that two different people would ask that. No, still haven't got those fucking cat earrings. Thanks for reminding me. i got to look into that. Yeah, you're not getting those. Fucking scam. <laughs> Try to do something good. Daniel Rodriguez, with the current state of the world, do you think it's possible that we're living in an alternate timeline that branched off due to a time traveler interfering with the past? Well, that's the conundrum of time travel. Then there isn't an alt. This is the timeline. Mm-hmm. How could there be an alternate one? Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, because this is the timeline that would lead to the, that would lead to the time traveler. Mm-hmm. Unless all timelines eventually lead to a time traveler. Like saying, like, all timelines, no matter what happens in human history, would lead to the invention of electricity. Mm -hmm. Maybe all timelines lead to the invention of time travel. Just give, just some quicker than others. Hmm. Maybe that's the idea of time travel I haven't explored. Hmm. That no matter what happens, time travel is going to be invented. All the parts will be put into place with with enough dare I say, quote unquote, human intelligence mm-hmm. is going to lead to it. Like somebody who's going to invent electricity. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine human beings living this to this long. Imagine being 2020. Yeah. If electricity never been invented. Yeah. That's wouldn't have happened. Like the, the intelligent beings that are keep that are developing and becoming more and more intelligent, and more access to information. Maybe time travel will be invented inevitably, no matter what happens. This is, ooh, all right. Now I'm curious about that. Hmm. Yeah, that's, all right, that's a good one. That's something to think about. I would say that, that, okay, maybe that's, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why time travel can exist because they're always going to come up with time travel. Mm-hmm. They'll never fuck up and not invent time travel unless you destroy the world, mm-hmm. which, okay, all right, anyway. Oh. Boy, these Bigfoot questions. People want it. 
Let's do one more. We got to wrap this up. We well, got we, we got we got big Hollywood stuff to go. We got take Hollywood care. stuff. Scott Burchett says, "Dave, you recently acquired a firearm. I'm in Georgia, and I own several. I did not vote for Trump, and the gun laws here are very, very, very lax." Have you or Kyle run into any hurdles owning a gun in California? I have not. Have you done anything? To nope. register it? Nope. So, of course, you haven't run any hurdles. <laughs> and I don't know. I just have BB guns, so I can just buy those at a big five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, you just have a, a legal possession of a firearm. Well, it's... Uh, well, it's, it's, it's ambiguous. Uh, so, maybe in Georgia, if you shoot your baby and say it was invading <laughs> your womb... Then you can legally yeah. have abortion. Uh, but no, I I haven't tried. I haven't uh, I haven't taken care of all that. Just because gotta make sure some old stuff's been expunged first. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, um, <clears throat> uh, oh boy, pick pick a couple quick ones. Fourth of July coming up. What's the best thing at a cookout? Ask Elizabeth Hayes. Um, Ch- I mean cheddar brats. Cheddar brats are great. Here's here's a little bit of a curveball people Still forget about. Still not eating meat, but I'll throw in cheddar brats. Smoked chicken wings. Smoke you some goddamn chicken I wings. I always love them smoked chicken One of the best wings. things in the world is a smoked chicken wing. Get your little $50 Brinkman trash can smoker and uh, fix you up a little rub. Rub them suckers. Rub the wings down. Smoke them with some hickory wood for about three or four hours. And if you got a deep fryer... Uh, drop them in some oil about 20, 30 seconds before you serve them. Crisp them up a little bit. Oh, by the way. My white trash uh, itch gets scratched with some macaroni salad. Yeah. Oh, I love macaroni salad. Macaroni salad. Give me two types of potato salad. Yeah. Give me the creamy American kind. Give me some German potato salad. Yeah. You ever have that? Oh, yeah. Red potatoes. Red potatoes. Yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of macaroni salad, you know who's got the best macaroni salad I've had in a who long time? Who does that? That uh, Hawaiian barbecue place at Sunset and Western. Hawaiian barbecue always got You know, was it Ono? Or, it's right there, a little strip. I know what you're talking There's about. There's a Lucky Panda. Not a Lucky Panda. Panda oh. Gar- What is it? Panda Express. Panda Express. <laughs> Panda Express, a couple other little, and then right there. Mm. Man, yeah, Hawaiian food, the katsu pork mm. or chicken, and then the mac. Yeah, I got you. Mm. I got you on that. Um, oh, here's a good one. Uh, Andy Emmerich. Mm-hmm. If you had to take up a profession outside the entertainment industry, even if it required some schooling, what would it be? That's a great question. You know what I was uh, starting to dabble getting into way back in the day when I was managing, uh, when I was tour managing bands? Interpretive dance. I wanted to learn how to uh, produce records. I wanted to learn all the technical knob twist and shit. Oh, yeah? Being a sound engineer? Yeah. I always thought that'd be a cool gig. Work with bands. You know. Never once had any interest in taking the uh, Zoom Six from me over here. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, that's passed. But all right, <laughs> I was want to produce records. Why am I the one handling this fucking <laughs> recorder every time we do this show? <laughs> yeah, um, that's something I I always kind of wanted to do. Another thing I always wanted to do, but then I realized I didn't I didn't know anything about it as far as a profession or, or like if you could make money at it. But like uh, I always thought being an archaeologist would be cool. Like oh, I'm, I'm watch in Indiana Jones, yeah. man. I'm in Africa for a month. I'll, I'll be back, but I'm over there. I'm giving you homework, digging to watch around Indiana Jones. Yeah, I will. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. I will do that. <clears throat> that that might be the next bonus. Maybe it's, I'll just do a. I'll do a. It's got review. ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's got archaeology. Yeah. It's got Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, mine's still Park Ranger, and that still might be a. Uh, 
hey, what happened to Kyle Kinane? I was thinking about that, too. Yeah, just giving tours. That'd be a sweet gig. I, the park ranger? I think that'd be pretty fun. I, every time I'm at a national park, I'm, I'm bothering those guys, like, well, what it takes and how mm-hmm. they got into it. And a lot of them are scientists or, or, or you know, police or fire background, law enforcement, because mm-hmm. they're still patrolling the park. But the guy's like, I was like, kind of, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm actually committing. He's like, that would put you in the running because you can talk to people and be a yeah. communication figurehead for the public coming into the park. And that's a valuable thing, too, is they want to make sure people stay interested. Yeah. Because people's interest in those parks is what leads to donations and which leads to them staying open and staying funded. So, yeah. Uh, what was that? Was that who, who came up with the national parks? Roosevelt? Yeah. Teddy. America's Dude, greatest idea. I just started watching that Roosevelt documentary last night. Uh, it's on Netflix, I think. It's on Netflix or Amazon, but it's a PBS documentary, like multiple about parts. About the national parks? No, just about, about the, the Roosevelts in yeah. general. Did you know, get this, everybody knows Theodore Roosevelt and Franklin Roosevelt are related. Mm-hmm. They're fifth cousins. But did you know they weren't necessarily fifth co- cousins? Theodore how can I explain this? What's her name? What's Franklin's wife? Eleanor? Yeah. First of all, his middle name's Delanor, right? De- Delano. Delano. Oh, well, maybe that's... I was wrong the whole time. So it was Delanor, married to uh, Eleanor. Yeah, I always thought that. But this is true. Uh, Eleanor was a Roosevelt before she even met Franklin. She was a Roosevelt. Really? Yes. So she is the one who's more closely related to Theodore than Franklin. Franklin, if I understood correctly, they're related by marriage. But Theodore was related to Eleanor. So not cousins, just last names? All same last names? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's kind of a common name? No, no. They were in the family. Like, they were related prior to getting married. So I don't know. Fifth cousin, you can do that. I'm not. I don't. What I'm saying is, they said Theodore and Franklin were fifth cousins. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what, but. They were related somehow through Eleanor. I don't know how many no. how many generations separated Eleanor and Franklin, but anyway, I just thought that was weird. National parks, born of incest, still one of America's greatest treasures. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, we gotta go do showbiz stuff. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. We got cool stuff to go do. Maybe one day we can let you know what we're doing. So. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Patrons, appreciate you. Holler at your boys. The Boogie Monster.